0: Welcome to the Creating Us Podcast, hosted by the Office of Leader and Culture Development. My name is Jason Weber, your host, and I'm excited to be with you today as we continue our journey through the simple truths of leadership. All right, so for this week, it's kind of a makeup week. I missed last week as I was uh, traveling for work, and uh, time has just kind of gotten away, but you know, it actually works out really well that we're going to do kind of a dual Simple Truth podcast. And for this episode, we're going to talk about Simple Truth number 16 and number 17. They both pair very well, and it really aligns under this statement that I share with leaders, which is, it's not about you, but it's all about you. So let's bring that to life with our lessons this week. So simple truth number 16, people with humility don't think less of themselves. They just think of themselves less. So what are we talking about here? We think about our role as leaders. Who are we working for? Are we working in service of others to ensure that our teams have the tools and resources and the support that they need in order to be successful, which if we look at previous lessons, we know that when we take care of our people, then they take care of our customers. And it's a win-win. We've heard, and this is more of a reminder for so many of you, but we've heard this notion that When times get tough, those leaders who have really worked to make their focus their people, in times of failure, we see a stronger team. We come together easier and we say, all right, it didn't work, but how can we get through this challenge? And for those leaders that focus only on themselves in times of failure, we're very quick to see finger pointing and separation. I can think of a leader that years ago that I interacted with very much about himself, wanted to make sure that all the credit came to him. His position was, how can I promote as fast as I can? It strained a lot of relationships and in times of difficulty, maybe they didn't meet a deadline or didn't accomplish what was asked of them. It was interesting to watch that the team actually separated, meaning they started blaming each other. They blamed the leader. Nobody would look at themselves and nobody would say, how can we learn from this failure and do better next time? Or how can we learn from this failure and grow? Instead, there was this culture that had been created of it's all about me. And it was very difficult for this team to really get back on track. In fact, it derailed many of them to the point that several left the team. After a leadership change and really a refocus, we started seeing some progress. But the point of that is when we look at our workplace and we think about what is our motivation? What is the, what is it that drives us? If it is only about us, meaning that I am only doing what I do to ensure that I come out ahead over others, we're going to struggle. We may get by with it for a bit, but it's going to catch up with us. Instead, if we think about servant leadership and how that can be applied. Blanchard gives us two recommendations, and then I want to add to that. Now, Blanchard says we can take the following steps. First, when things go well, look out the window and give others the credit, meaning when things go well, it's a we, not a me. The team accomplished this, not me alone. And when things go poorly, look in the mirror and take full responsibility, which is a hallmark. And really, it's how can I lead better? How can I make sure that my team has the resources that they need? Now, I want to add to this, because if we go back to what Greenleaf had shared with us around the best test, and he asked, do those serve, or to those in our care, so those team members that are assigned to us or those that we come into contact with, do those to grow as individuals? Do they, while being served, become freer, healthier, wiser, more autonomous, more likely themselves to become servant leaders? And that is the test. When we talk about this notion of servant leadership and how it applies, that is what we're talking about. Do those in my care grow as persons? Now, nowhere in there, and I want to bring this back to our topic, nowhere in there does it say that you can't focus on yourself. And and that's not what we're trying to say with this. I want you to look out for yourself, for your best interest, But especially when we're working with others, we want to make sure that the team knows that they are valued that they are appreciated, that they are just as much responsible for the work that comes out of this team. That when we hit those moments of disappointment or failure or conflict, that it's not one person. It's not two people. We all play a role in it. That's what we're talking about when we say, People with humility don't think less of themselves. They just think of themselves less. Now, this notion of humility is a a big player in trait-based leadership. And we think about what does it mean to be a humble leader? There are some wonderful resources that are out there around the idea of humility. And Jim Collins, for example, in his book, Good to Great, provides this analogy here. And he said, they're ambitious. When we're talking about um, high-performing leaders that display a powerful mixture of personal humility and professional will. Okay, so we're talking about high-professional leaders who display a powerful mixture of personal humility and professional will. And he goes on to provide this, that they're ambitious to be sure but ambitious first and foremost for the company, not themselves. Think about the environment that we're in. What is it that we're trying to do? We want to be the best at fill in the blank. And as long as we are able to ensure that there's a common understanding around that there's us, there's the team, there's the organization. And the reason we are a part of this organization is to ensure that we're able to accomplish the goals that have been laid out, our strategic plan. Again, it's gonna look different for everyone because each team is responsible for a different part. But having that clarity and that awareness around the idea of ensuring that the organization is looked at first in the workplace helps us build alignment around the path that we are undertaking. So let's build a little bit more on this and and go to simple truth number 17, which is it's okay to toot your own horn. So wait a second here, because as we think about, you know, it's it's thinking about themselves less, and now we're saying toot your own horn. Well, yes, and, and let me explain. So Blanchard starts with, in this chapter, that one reason some managers are hard on others is because they're also hard on themselves. They're always thinking, I should have done that better, or what a dummy I am for getting that detail. However, you know, we have to remember that poor self-expectation can influence other people's perceptions. Now, when we talk about, it's not about you, but it's all about you. You know, take credit for the work that you're doing. Emphasize that, hey, this is this is what's going on. It's okay to say I'm really proud of the work that we did as a team, or I'm really proud of the uh, challenges that I was able to help our team overcome. You know, we want to be around people who like themselves, right? We want to be around people who like themselves. And I love this statement that Blanchard puts in here. He says. And after all, if you're not your own best friend, who will be? You know, this this makes me go back to trust. And what many of the authors have said is if we can't trust ourselves first, then how can we trust others? Again, if we can't trust ourselves first, then how can we trust others? I see a very strong connection there between humility and You know, again, being proud of your accomplishments. And he ends the section, Blanchard ends the section and says, as my dad used to say, if you don't toot your own horn, others might use it as a spittoon. So I'll let that one sit with you. But there is some common practice tools that we can pull from this. And, And again, this is what Blanchard gives us is that when people appreciate what you're doing, don't say yes, but instead tell them you appreciate them noticing. You know, I've been with leaders even very recently who when I say, "Hey, I just want to recognize you for what you're doing there." I mean, that that was really impactful. And you know, the response has been, "Thank you for noticing that. I really appreciate that." Like that was really powerful. I did I didn't look at them as saying, "Oh, wow, they're full of themselves." But instead, it was more of a, "Wow, that meant something." Right? And it, it takes on a whole new meaning. And along the same lines, when somebody pays you a compliment, just simply say thank you. Don't disagree with them. It's like telling a person they don't have good judgment. And, hey, I'm guilty of this. And people say, oh, you you did a great job with that. No, no, it wasn't that good. Simply smile and say thank you. And I know that's an area that I can work on. And I, I think many of us could as well, is we tend to be very quick to point out the negative. Instead of allowing us to take that compliment and say, you know, thank you for noticing that. I really appreciate it. I mean, as we talk about building relationships and building connections with our our teams, this is another great way for us to be able to go a little bit deeper and develop quality relationships that we have with others. Again, be willing to acknowledge. If somebody calls out and says, hey, I appreciate the work that you're doing, say thank you. And hold on to that, because especially as leaders, it's not often that we get told thank you. It's not often that we get told we're doing a great job. So I'll end our episode today with this. Find a leader that you either report to or you look up to. Go give them a compliment. Tell them thank you, but be sincere about it. Because again, you never know the impact that we can have on each other. I want to thank you for spending the time with me today on this episode of Creating Us Podcast. If you have any comments or questions, please let me know at jason.weber at ttu.edu. Until next time, take care.